My name is Alyssa Großkopf, a reporter for the Tico Times. Welcome to the Tico Times Dispatch. Costa Rica is known for its amazing biodiversity, beautiful beaches and laid-back lifestyle. What many people don't know, for women, it also means street harassment. In 2018, I came to Costa Rica from Germany to study at the University of Costa Rica for one semester. One of the first things I noticed was I couldn't walk down the street without some guy catcalling me. I remember the first time someone honked at me. I thought they knew me or wanted to signal that I had dropped something on the street. That's the only reason someone would honk at me in Germany. This would happen every time I went out. I started to feel uncomfortable dressing the way I did. In the morning, I would stop to think about what would keep men from shouting at me instead of wearing whatever I wanted. I stopped wearing shorts. Even though it was hot, I didn't dare wear a skirt. Sometimes I would avoid construction sites or other parts of town where guys shouted at me before. But I wasn't gonna let them define the way I lived my everyday. I wanted to know why why it happened so much in Costa Rica, why men did it, what did they get out of it. More importantly, I wanted to know if there was something I could do, something that each one of us could do. So I spoke to Alejandra Algueras from Acción Respeto, a group dedicated to fighting against street harassment. Um, my name is Alejandra Algueras and I've been working uh, with Acción Respeto. What moved you to join Acción Respeto? Um, basically, um, because this, this is something that happens constantly. You, there's no day that you can go to the street and do not receive anything and you can freely walk in the country. So I was very angry. I was very frustrated. Mm -hmm. So I decided to do something. And now I'm like, this is part of my life. And I try to work on this like daily. And I love it. I hate it and I love it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you you went to that initiative because it was bothering you too. Can you recall a time when a guy called out to you on the street? Uh, yeah, both. I have several. <laughs> <laughs> I remember one when I was younger that a man started masturbate in the street and I started like <laughs> screaming and running and I was just looking for my mom because no one tell you that this is going to happen, that mm -hmm. this is something that is happening. And I was very young. I was How 15. Oh. So it's not something that you expect from men. And it was like a shock for me. So in that situation, people saw it and didn't do anything? Yeah. Or? Basically, they always going to try to tell you that you're acting crazy. And it's not something that you should pay attention or something that you can ignore. And is your body, is your integrity, is like, like your space, is everything around you. And something that happened in that specific day, that thing that happened can change your mood for the whole day. And you will have trust issues and you will not feel comfortable in the streets. And this is something that changed you completely. And why do you think people wouldn't do anything or would react that way? I think that is part of the gender roles that we have. That basically is like women should dress and to attract men and men should compliment women 
Like, why is it so bad when guys can't call on us? There are so many things bad about that. I think that what happened is that women start changing the way that they live. Uh, we know that we are not going on this street because there's some man, there's a construction, and it's better if I go the other way. So it's I have to take a different schedule. I need to prepare myself. And it's like, oh, my God, it's late. So I have to take a, a cab or an Uber and not walking or going on the bus because something will happen. And it's something awful. And I think that this is the part that people do not understand. That is not something that you're calling me beautiful or you're saying something. Is that I'm changing everything about me to avoid it. Why do you think men cat call? What do they expect? What do they hope for? And that's a good question. And I I think that that that's something that I always think is like, what do you want? That I start talking to you and uh, yeah, okay. Do you want to go tonight to the I mean there's and even when you respond, they don't know know what to say. I think that they're not even thinking about what they're really doing. Because society normalized the, the harassment, they don't really think that there's something wrong. And I think that this that's the reason why people still see it normal and men are still doing it. Because mm -hmm. it's normal. It's fine. It's a compliment. And that's the awful part. It's not a compliment. It's violence. I wanted to know why they did it. What do they expect and hope for? So I decided to just ask them. The next time men harassed me in the street, I interviewed them. One of them was a man who took care of parked cars, a uh, watchy, as they're known in Costa Rica. Eso fue okay. lo que le dije. ¿Por qué me, me dijo eso? ¿Qué fue su, su motivación? Sí, es que yo trabajo aquí, aquí pasa mucho turista, entonces yo trabajo aquí cuidando carros, pero esos tres muchachos que pasaron ahorita te dieron algo también, ¿verdad? ¿Por qué me llamas guapa? ¿Guapa? Sí. Es, bueno, aquí en Costa Rica, guapa, es decir como bella, preciosa. Sí, yo, yo sé qué significa, pero ¿por qué? No me conoce. Ah, no, no, ey. Bueno, yo lo pensé porque hey, usted es muy guapa y con solo verte es una persona muy bella y tiene lindos ojos. Sí, ya. no me conoce, ¿por qué me, me dice eso? Sí, sí, si no te gustó, entonces si la próxima vez te vuelvo a ver, me quedo callado y no te digo nada, entonces si te molesta yeah. que te digan cosas. He apologized, said he just wanted me to feel good, and so I told him I didn't. He seemed to assume that every girl naturally feels complimented by such a comment, so I had to point out that that wasn't the case. He backed down and said he wouldn't do it again. Who knows if it'll last. But Acción de Respeto has found that small things like training and raising awareness has helped cut down on street harassment. <laughs> we have several campaigns. We try to change messages. We try to change the speech. We try to like look what is happening and how people is reacting. Um, we're working with the police. We're working with institutions, with bars. Now we have a project 
to avoid the harassment in, inside the bars. And we start with uh, one um, place, El Mercado de la California. Mm -hmm. And everything is it's going beautiful. And they have the commitment and they said, we want to stop this. We believe that, that we should all be feminist. And we believe that all people deserve to be in the space and feel comfortable. So we have like all these little projects mm -hmm. to work with the communities and, and to start changing. So what are the bars taking, like specific actions? What are they doing? Well, with us, uh, we have a special training for the staff. We start uh, with, um, with a workshop about um, human rights, about gender, about violence. And then start talking about uh, sexual harassment. And then we make a discussion about all types of, of violence. It took us like five months to have all these workshops because it's not only understand sexual harassment itself. You need to understand violence. You need to understand human rights and why people deserve to have human rights so they can really understand why harassment should be stop on all the spaces have you already seen successes in the bars or i um well, i work with them and i can see little changes like look at that situation that women don't want to talk to him we should do something or when a woman is too drunk they stop selling or ask her if do you want to keep drinking do you want do you need help do you need something else do you want water And you can see how they change the behavior with little actions. And that's something that we didn't expect. <laughs> And it's something very, very nice. Because I think that when you have like time to educate people the right way from the simple and basic uh, things to all the big problem about all the the violence against women, people get sensitive and understand and support you. So how could women go against it in a safe way? Okay, um, Holovac, uh, well, Holovac movement is an international movement that create the five days of intervention in case that you're the victim or you're seeing someone that is in danger or that is being harassed. Um, the first one is uh, direct. You need to say a short message. You don't need to make a discussion or talk to the person. Uh, say no, say stop, I don't want it, I don't like it. Um, the second one is distract. Try um, to find help in other people uh, saying something that they do not see it like They don't understand that you're looking for help. Like, try to ask for the the time. Try to uh, talk to people like, I'm from high school, do you remember me? Try to ask for a direction. Uh, do you know where is the panaderia something? Um, delegate, you always need to find help. Um, even if you think that you can have everything under control, you're always going to need the police. Or if it's in a public place, you're going to need the manager or someone with power to do something. Um, delay. 
in case that it was something like, well, because we have different ways of, of reaction and some people get shocked, some people start crying. So there's always, it's important to always try to help the victim. And um, the documentation uh, you're gonna need uh, for the legal process and to go to the police, you're gonna need uh, proofs. So it's important that, that if you can't have all the information, have photos, have videos, it's important that you have all, everything on your phone and with you, so you can, in case that you need it in the, in the future. I tried one thing that wasn't on her list, telling men I was a reporter and interviewing them. There were a few young men hanging out in a park, and when I walked by, they shouted a few things at me. They called me beautiful, looking pretty, I love your eyes. So I turned around and walked up to them. Some of them agreed to be interviewed, others left. One of them offered to buy me vodka. Even though I told them I was a journalist, they didn't stop trying. They didn't take my matter seriously. They kept making jokes, saying they would tell their mom that they had found the girl they wanted to marry. They were convinced they were the good guys, different from the ones saying vulgar things. They kept saying they were just complimenting me. I'm just saying that, as my point, I said, I like your eyes. Your eyes are pretty. Did I say something messed up? Do you have a sister? I have a mother, a sister, an aunt, I have everything. And I, did I disrespect you? Did I disrespect you? Do you feel disrespected? I'm just going to fuck you. Did I disrespect you? Do you feel disrespected? Some people might feel that way. I totally understand, but did I? I think it was offensive, yeah. I love your eyes. I totally love your eyes. Look at your eyes. They're pretty. Beautiful. Nobody said that. But Everybody said like, yo, you got a big ass. Oh. No, no. Well, how are it's we supposed to tell the difference? Because no. there's also other guys you know that what? maybe it's, want it's to reach something what, else. What happened is that when you're talking about your body, when you're talking about everything, about mm -hmm. your ass, teeth, your tights, your teeth, everything. The point is sex. Yeah, it's so uh, when, when, when you have a big pussy, it. It, it, and Probably. when you are talking about their air, their eyes, their, I think you're really beautiful. What happened is that you don't see that kind of girl like here, like the way you look. And I think you're really awesome and beautiful. And I said it, I love your eyes. I like your eyes. And I said that, then you stopped, right? And then you came back. I asked you about it. 
yeah. because that is what I'm doing right now. Yeah, and I Trying totally to find understand. out what is the motivation behind no, it's, guys it's, it's, doing that and catcalling. The motivation myself. usually is when, when it's about a guy's talk. You're really beautiful. Some of us do it because we like you. We? Some of us or you. Well, you want to do it? Don't you do it because we you like you? shout at me. Maybe she, no, their she, motivation she, no, no, was she's, something she, else. Yeah, she's beautiful. Now, the motivation no, no. is different. We do it because some of us want to fuck. Some of us, we want to like. Some of us, when you came back, I was like, for real? She coming back? And now when you're saying that you're just a journalist and everything, it's like, okay, it's fine. But I thought that you were that you liked it. Right? But how often does that work? When you see a beautiful girl, like, you tell her her eyes are pretty like often. 40% they... out of the times that happens. Really? What do they do? They give you the number? You meet up? What happens? Oh, the, 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 the number, it was like 28% of the times. I'm girls don't, can't, they can't tell the difference between what you actually yeah, want to get out of it. Girls can't tell the difference. And what happens is that girls they're always like in aggressive mode but it's not aggressive it's defensive even if harassment doesn't end in physical violence it's a reminder of how society sees you you're not a person worthy of respect you're something physical for men to shout at touch assault or worse if society doesn't respect women in public what does it do to them in private ya se registran más de 20 femicidios, mismos datos que el año pasado. Y también revelaron el dato de bueno, 91 vamos a con otra cosa, mujeres porque heridas. Hoy salieron a la luz más Frenar detalles la sobre la desaparición y asesinato de la Tanto joven de la Florida que, que apareció en Costa Rica. En una semana se registraron tres nuevos femicidios y lo que va del año suman 18. Y todo indica ahora que fue un crimen de índole sexual. Aquí está Nicole Suárez. Muy lamentable y una situación que tienen en estos momentos muy preocupados a las autoridades judiciales debido a la gran la cantidad de femicidios que se han dado en tan solo una semana y que en dos más recientes este lunes eh, en Rincón de Arias de Grecia este domingo otro la mexicana que fue asesinada y aparentemente agredida vamos a escuchar a Miguel Ángel Escribano quien es la pareja durante cinco años de Arancha Gutiérrez López asesinada brutalmente en Tortuguero hace pocos minutos comparamos el 2017 y Costa Rica no avanza en bajar los femicidios así lo reveló el ministro de seguridad Michael Soto este miércoles ante la Comisión de la Mujer del Congreso. I'm Alyssa Grosskopf, and this podcast was produced by me. Interview recorded by Ignacio Tristan and edited by Alexander Villegas, with music by Jordan Block. I'd like to thank the Chico Times 5% Club and everyone who donated to make this podcast possible. The Chico Times Dispatch is funded by the Chico Times 5% Club, a small group of readers who donate $5 a month to keep our newsroom operational and independent. Thanks again, and for more news and stories from Costa Rica, stay up to date at ticotimes.net.